for watching this edition of the Unpopular Review. If you like what you're watching, please subscribe to us on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at U-P-R-Y-E-P-I-L-W. Also, while you're at it, subscribe to our friends at Yep, I Like Wrestling on the same social medias at Y-E-P-I-L-W. Yep. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of, wow, it was like Eclipse. Welcome to another edition of Unpopular Review Entertainment Edition. Today is the day we have all been waiting for. I think it's been like 22 weeks, 23 weeks ago, we started this mission of doing Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, and it finally comes to a climax. See what I did there? A climax today for Spider-Man Far From Home. Let's go ahead and bring our co-hosts on. Groot, wow, big name, big surprise. Uh, see the superior here as well as one Tony Jr. What's Mr. going on, ladies and gentlemen? Mrs. Nothing Clark. much. What's up? Chris, you said you said this is this is the <clears> climax, <throat> this is the culmination, and what a culmination it is. I can't wait to rip into <laughs> this movie, this climax of the MCU. I can't wait. Uh speaking of ripping in, uh, your green screen is ripping into your head. And, I know. You know uh, <laughs> I have a question for you, Groot. Why do you have that produce in the shop? Because I just harvested it and I grew it and I'm excited about it. I'm going to wear it like a championship belt cool. because it took me four months to grow this squash. And I just realized that it was there. Like it's all green and it, it mixed, blended in with all the, all the leaves and stuff. And I just ran into it. And I'm very excited about it, and I want to cut it up, and I can't wait. And I, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Like you know what I mean. I'm a farmer for real. Like you know what I'm saying. So when things like this happen, I get hyped. Look, ha <laughs> Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. I just wanted to show that to my friends. But anyway, um, now that continue. you decided you want to go ahead and give a synopsis of why you had the produce. Let's go ahead and some synopsis of this movie, ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man Far From Home. Take it away. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So eight months after the Avengers were able to snap back everyone killed by Thanos five years prior, Peter Parker and his class ready themselves for an end-of-term class trip to Europe. Unbeknownst to Peter, a new threat and a new hero arise in the forms of the Elementals and the sole survivor of Earth-616. Can Peter help Quentin Beck, the sole survivor, a.k.a. Mysterio, stop the elementals from destroying his earth and still find time for the perfect date with MJ, or perhaps there is more than meets the eye. Well, that's all, you, you, you write these so well. Uh, Ricky wants to know you, you grew vegetables because it has everything to do with this episode. Uh, so, um, don't ask me that now, Ricky. Ask me later. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was the synopsis. Now what we're going to do is we're going to dive right down into it. We're going to start off with none other than it was the best of scenes, it was the worst of scenes, and we're going to start off with the best scenes. And do we have any volunteers of who wants to start off uh, with the segment? I'll go. I'll, I'll tell you my favorite thing. There you go, Jay. Oh man, uh, I don't like how you said that. All right, James, go ahead and start off with your best scene. I, I, I watched this. I've watched this movie twice, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I want you to know my commitment. Okay, when I give my word, and both see. times I spoiler alert. I won't do it. But my favorite scene of this movie, the first time and this time has to be, and this is spoiler alert, the introduction of one James, or what is it, James Jonah Jameson, okay? James Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Your green screen, I'll give it away. No, yeah, when I saw that, I flipped out and I actually felt like, you know, there was a shared universe, again, spoilers, peppering the spoilers, okay? There was a shared universe. I appreciated it in this sense in the MCU, I think for the first time, more than the team-ups and the other movies, that to me was such a great callback because that was my generation. So that's all I'm going to say. The reveal of, of, of Jameson. All right. Vicky, you want to go next? Um, well, my one of my favorite scenes, because it was uh, hilarious, was the scene where uh, Peter first um, got the glasses, and I, clearly, I loved, loved, loved the technology in this movie. Um, but my my um, 
my favorite scene was when people Peter had the glasses and he was almost about to kill the guy that was after his girl. Um, <laughs> that shit was just hilarious because the um, the drones were coming and they were literally right after them. And Peter had to like create a scene and jump out and like and kill the the little drone and then stop it with the glasses. Like that whole situation was just hilarious to me. Um, so yeah, um, and, and it's great because it just shows Peter's innocence as well and like you know who he is as a as a person. He's still like just a regular teenager and all of that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I really like that. Did you guys notice they changed the like they changed the name? I know it's it's a different um, piece of technology, but before in the first Spider Man, the kind of AI voice he was talking to was called Karen. And yeah, then now, Spider Lady. Uh huh. Now they changed it to a new piece of technology called Edith, and I wonder if they did that because of how Karen is like the name Karen is perceived now. Possibly, you never know. Um, but Edith, Edith was the thing in the spaceship and the glasses. Karen is mm-hmm. the suit. So like, yeah, I don't but they know. didn't. There's no Karen like whatsoever in this whole movie. Yeah, that's true. There is no. He doesn't talk to the suit at all in this movie. Uh, yeah, I just thought that, that is true. The the audio cut out. Chris, say that again. I said I'm not sure exactly sure that was because of the times though. Mm, okay. I think that was yeah, I mean, because Karen, Karen is a big thing now, so it makes sense. You know what I mean? Karen is synonymous with white white women, so that that does make right. sense. But it's become more popular this year, and this movie came out last year, so that's why I'm not exactly sure it had anything to do with that. I mean, it's a it's a theory, it's a working theory. I I just I'm not 100 sure that's the case. I think it was just they wanted to really play on the algorithm of Edith, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have Edith and Karen, and it's going to be a little confusing. So I, I, that's my theory, but you know, it, it, any of it could be right. Ladies and gentlemen, watching Unpopular Reviews, this is the best of scenes, worst of scenes. I'm going to go ahead and go with my best of scenes next. Um, wow, where can I start? Uh, gee, uh, James already said Jane Jonah Jameson, so I won't go into that too much because it was a quick scene that doesn't really need to be rehashed again. Uh, so I'll, here, here's a spoiler, not really a spoiler, but my favorite Spider-Man villain actually is Mysterio. So I was really excited to see Mysterio in this movie. Uh, so I'll say my favorite scene uh, was actually when I played Batman Arkham City and Batman Arkham Asylum when Batman was fighting Scarecrow. And uh, because this is what this scene reminded me of. They're at the warehouse or whatever, and Spider-Man is fighting all types of illusions of his fears. Because there's nothing scarier than fear. And that's what Mysterio Scarecrow was playing on uh, as he was facing Spider-Man Batman. That was my, I mean, it looked cool. That's what I have to go by. It looked cool. So I'm going to go with that one as my favorite scene because it was, aesthetically, it was great. Mm-hmm. All right. So that leaves me. Um, my favorite scene was probably the, um, the bar scene where he kind of like revealed his, the whole thing, spoiler alert, that, you know, he was actually working with Tony and decided to like, kind of take his place and, you know, save the world after. But I think I have a little clip here I wanted to play. Huh? Huh? Oh, come on. You got to admit, this is cool. Just like a movie. The robot will emerge dramatically. Do some damage. Thrones of screaming people. And just when all hope is lost, Syndrome will save the day. I'll be a bigger hero than you ever were. You mean? Killed off real heroes so that you could pretend to be one. Wonderful scene. Literally my favorite part of the movie. I'm sorry? Is that the next movie we're doing? That was Spider-Man Far From Home. That was Spider-Man Far From Home. You didn't see that? That That was an animated movie. What are you talking about? That was definitely my favorite scene. Of the movie. Oh, it was okay. <laughs> all right. I, I, yeah, see, I mean, I we're gonna proceed. say all right. No, 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 that sounds like straight Tom foolery, right I there. Been to, I see exactly. Post put, put up the banner. You've been to James's school of sarcasm. That was definitely <laughs> not. That was definitely Did you not, not see Mysterio? Did you not oh, see Mysterio on the clip? I didn't see. I Mysterio. saw. Yeah, I, I saw Mister Mysterio that you added. Did you watch this movie, or were you just watching like highlights? <laughs> well. That was one of my favorite scenes. And I actually do have one more. 
Um, oh the God. scene, it's at the very beginning. Uh, it, what, is it from Dirty Dancing or something? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> the scene at <laughs> the very beginning. The notebook? When um after the 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 first credits or whatever goes, and then we have like the immemorial scene where it's like really edited like poorly, and I'm just learning how to edit it, and I think it's hilarious. (laughs) They had like how it was merged in; it was grainy footage and all of it. I I I love that scene. Wait, but what what song were they playing? Were they playing "Boys to Men, Hard to Say Goodbye"? Was that what it no, was? No, they were playing "When He Love You" by. Uh, oh, Winnie Houston. Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll always yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew it was one of those classics. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was Go ahead and play your scene. Go ahead and play your BS tomfoolery scene. Let me hold up before. Let me throw this to Yeah, please. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Put your, put your scene up there. Put the scene right up. Who? What do you mean? Who? <laughs> Wait, put it back you? up. You said you had another scene. I thought you said you had another scene. Oh no, I don't have another clip besides the no, first no. clip that I said. But the no. the actual my favorite scene from the movie was the memorial scene. But the the reveal of the master plan that I just showed in that previous clip is also my favorite scene. All right, we're gonna go from the best scene. We're gonna <laughs> go to the worst scene. We're going today. to the Tom foolery today. Okay, this is this is superior form of foolery. All right, so. Well, James, if you could go ahead, see, she threw me all off. James, can you go ahead with your worst scene of this movie? I don't know, because I watched this movie and I said, this is going to be so difficult to find a hard scene that I disliked in this movie. But, you know, I'm a hard worker and I found them. Uh, they're multiple. I just want to give at least, can I give three? Here we go. Uh, are you going to have a minute rant later? Uh, you know, I, I really wanted to get a minute rant because I, I just got a couple that I just have to wind down. Number one, can Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Vic, you know what? Take it. Take it. I, I don't <laughs> want to destroy what you love. Take it. Go ahead, please. Really? Okay. All right. So um what I the one scene that I didn't like, I just didn't like this part of the movie because I'm just like, Peter, how can you be so stupid? But then at the same time, it kind of shows his Stop innocence is basically when he gives away the glasses. Right? And I'm just like, are you serious right now? And mind you, I was pissed because I love technology. Oh, speaking of that, look at my new Apple Watch. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I love technology. If I had that kind of technology in my hands, it would go with me to my grave. What is wrong with you, Peter? The fact that he just gives it away completely, that just pissed me off, honestly. Um, because he pretty much just set himself up. And then the other thing about this movie is that um, the way that they set up Mysterio was kind of like if this was Spider-Man's version of Iron Man 3, because he pretty much just set him up. He said he set him up like a guy in the past that was dealing with Tony and Tony treated him like a dick. And now he's like, and now all of these people are like, oh, I used to work for Tony. Fuck Tony. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So like My audio cut out. What'd you say? <laughs> no, it's like it's like they were all like, "Oh, we all used to work with Tony. Forget Tony. Um, oh, Tony it's sucks. It's, it's too late. It's yeah, too late. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I see the ticker. I see the ticker. That's true. Okay. But I think when when year did that movie come out again? I think it was like 2011. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Iron Man three um, came out in 2013. 2013. Mm. Okay, because that also reminds me of another movie that came out in like 2004. <laughs> but we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, the bottom line is is that basically it's just another, another villain that's just upset with Tony over words that Tony said. Um, so like that, and that, and that part of that part of it kind of makes the villain kind of soft to me. And like it's just another guy that's seeking revenge, another smart guy that's seeking revenge, and this pretending now. The way that he did it, in my opinion, was brilliant because he fooled everybody. But I mean, come on, Peter, you give away. Come on, what's wrong with you? So that that's that's that, that's basically what I didn't like. Worst but um, that can was my I, worst. Can I ask a, a question to that because I sure. think you brought up an interesting point when you compared it to Iron Man three. I thought you were going to go more with the Mandarin slant because he wasn't who he was supposed to be, whereas Mysterio has always been. And Chris, you correct me. A, 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 an illusionist, right? And that mm-hmm. he, he he makes you think it's coming from here, but it's really over there. 
and this movie I think portrayed that well. I think he, I think this this was Mysterio's movie more than it was Spider-Man's movie. So I think with regards to how they depicted Mysterio, I would say they did a fantastic job. Because I mean I that part of it. Go ahead, know, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. just gonna say. The, there's a scene for those who haven't seen it when um, you know, everybody's around Nick Fury and Mysterio, Quentin Beck, and everything, and he says he's from Earth six one six, and they're Earth. Uh, no, he's from Earth eight three three, and they're on Earth six one six, which is the ultimate universe, right? Um, and everybody is geeking out because they know of the multiverse in the comics, right? So when he says that, and you kind of go with it because of what we've seen leading up and everything, this thing mm -hmm. it could be. But mm -hmm. that's something that Mysterio would do, and I kind of liked it. I see your point, though, about him just being a disgruntled person against Tony Stark, you know, instead yeah, of like, his own reason for doing it. Exactly. I would have yeah. preferred if he had his own reasoning and he had, like, his own thing. Mm -hmm. But it was basically that, that part of it just felt very Iron Man 3, just another guy that's upset with Tony. Yeah. And mind you, like, you know, everything around the MCU wraps around Tony, and this is kind of a closeout to Tony. But still, like, um, you know, I definitely would have preferred if there were, if he just wasn't another guy that was uh, upset with Tony. I mean, how many of those are we going to get in the future? You know what I mean? Like, I, it just feels like like Pepper Potts is going to fight with somebody that, that was mad at Tony 20 years ago. Morgan is going to fight with somebody that was mad at Tony. Like, come on. You know what I mean? However, at the same time, it's the same pattern because how many people are mad at Howard Stark? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I I didn't look at Iron Man 1, but in that flashback scene when they show, um, what is it, Obadiah Stane, when he's yelling at that guy, was he mm -hmm. in the original Iron Man? Or did they just cut that scene? And, I'm and not sure. And that's a question I have about the whole barf scene. Was he... Was Mysterio whatever? Was he in the bar he scene? He wasn't in Civil War. He wasn't that. They never showed Jake Gyllenhaal. That's for sure because I, we just recently watched it, so I know they didn't show him. But I don't remember if that guy that it, he was a scientist, I guess back then or whatever, if Stain yelled at him. I I don't remember that, and I wanted to go back to that scene in Iron Man One and and find out because that would have been really cool for him to come back. You know. I don't know. I'm going to assume no because if. The other guy wasn't in the bar scene. I'm going to assume that the other guy wasn't. I don't know, but I, I can't say for sure. But as far as my worst scene, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go. You want to oh, be last, well, right? You start with your Tom Fuller. You want to be last? Let me go. No, okay? no, no. That was just for uh, best scenes, but you know, I'll let you go. Let's talk about the bar scene some more because that was my worst scene in this movie. We're definitely going to talk about that bar scene. Because I was actually happy with it at first. Hello, it was cool, cool. I mean, Barson and me after he left and they revealed everything that he's really the villain in the movie, which we already knew. I was like, oh, okay, all right, you know, cool. Oh, this guy was in this movie. Oh, this guy was that. Okay, all right, it was a little forced, but that's fine. I'll take it, right? Then he kept talking. Lost me like that. He kept talking. You got this guy, you injected him into a movie. You got this guy, you injected him into this movie. He just named random... Random person who's not gonna be in end credits number one. Random person who's not gonna be in end credits number two. You did this. You gave you gave Tony coffee. You I'm like what are you? What is going on? What are you doing? Exactly. I was so mad at that because mm -hmm. it went on too long and then it dragged and it made me lose all respect for Mysterio, which I was having for him. Mm -hmm. All right, so I do want to throw that in there. That I've actually kind of ruined it because, like I said, Mysterio is one of my favorite villains, and they crushed it because they did this BS and it makes me. I'm going off topic. I'm straight off topic. It, it crushed me because it made me think. Because I, uh, we saw a trailer recently. Yeah, I'm going there. We saw a trailer recently mm -hmm. of Batman, and in that Batman movie is my favorite uh, uh, Batman villain. That's the Riddler, and I'm like, oh shoot, oh it's the Riddler. Then I realized, oh Robert Pattinson, the Twilight idiot, is playing him. So I'm a little worried. Look, you're going to walk that back soon. I'm sure. Are you going to screw up Riddler like you screwed up Mysterio in this movie? And why do you have this vampire as my daggone Batman? He is not my Batman. He is not my Batman. Yes, just he is. You, Get over it. <laughs> just because you do a cool rapid scene, punch scene of him, does not mean he's uh, my Batman all of a sudden. Anybody can do a rapid punch uh, thing. The technician, David Sanders, is right over there on my couch right now. He can do a rapid punch scene. Okay? It's not going to. And then he comes up with, I am vengeance. Sound like he needs a Ricola? No, it's not going to work for me. I'm upset. As yeah, opposed I'm to Christian Bale, who was uh, needed to what what was going on with his throat the whole time. 
and Michael Keaton. Let's not forget. Michael Keaton started I am Batman. (laughs) Okay. Well. That's right. You clap for that. So on to my least favorite scene. Let's get back to the movie at hand. Iron Man. I'm sorry. Inspired Iron Man. (laughs) Far from home. Don't worry. Most people can't tell the difference either. (laughs) So my least favorite scene is probably actually Vic's favorite scene. The the scene where he, you know, gets the glasses and then he goes through the whole, um, you know, trying to figure out what's, how to use the glasses. I feel like it was kind of redundant because this is like something that happened in the first movie where he kind of fumbles through Stark technology and, you know, something goes wrong and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I think that was kind of already done and I didn't need to see that again in the second movie. So that was probably my least favorite scene. Short and sweet. It was definitely short and sweet, unlike this movie. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead, and we're going to run a commercial. We're going to talk about the movie that we're going to review coming up this Thursday, and then we'll be right back after this brief message. Stay tuned with us, ladies and gentlemen. Unpopular Review Entertainment Edition. Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm ready to party. Oh, oh my God. He asked me last what? night. <laughs> what is happening? So will you be my maid of honor? Of course I will. I'm very popular. Oh, I'm sure you are. Very popular. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Unpopular Review Entertainment Edition reviewing Spider-Man Far From Home. Just did our best scenes and our worst scenes, and now we're going to go to none other than quotables, which I forgot to do mine, I think. Uh, but Ooh. that's fine. <laughs> I, we are right here for quotables. Let's go ahead and talk about it. We're going to start off with the man known as Groot. Okay, I'm looking all attentive over there. Tell me exactly what is your quotable for this movie of Spider-Man Far From Home, Vic Thor. Rodriguez. Okay, you do not ghost Nick Fury. That was a good save. I love, I love how um, that wasn't a good save. That wasn't a good save because I was listening. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, I really like that quote because um, it, it pretty much just shows it shows that Nick Fury is the the uh, uh, and will continue to be the boss. Of the uh, the superhero squad, so I I really like that, and I really like the fact that Happy was the one who said that because you know um, one thing about Happy is that Happy is somebody that you see in a lot of these movies. He is just surrounded by Tony, pretty much just Tony Stark's right hand man um, from beginning to end, from the first movie to past his death. So um, yeah, I, re- I really, really enjoyed that that uh, you know that quote um, because it kind of like brings all the movies together. You know, you don't ghost Nick Fury. Um, I, in my opinion, Nick Fury should have a movie of his own. Like, you know what I mean? But that would be kind of cool. Align with the story, well, so you never know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Fury in a movie of his own. I mean, they gave Black Widow one. Might as well give uh, Nick Fury one. It might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's not say, well, they gave Black Widow one. They might as well give him one. Black Widow is an Avenger. Let's not downplay is her she? importance. Is she? Yes. Her most important thing is she got into a fight with her best friend and then decided to commit suicide. That doesn't mean that she deserves her own movie. If the Hulk is an Avenger in the MCU, what did you just say? Literally did nothing. What no, I'm talking think? in the MCU. In the, I'm not talking about and Black Widow. In the movies, <laughs> yes. Wow. In the movies, what wow. did the Hulk do in the movie? That could have been done by Tony. He backhanded Black Widow. Boom. He, he definitely. <laughs> that could have remember. been done by Tony. Tony is a misogynist. He would have done. No, no, that was, I believe that was the uh, the beginning of Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, all right. So, uh, James, do you have any quotables from this movie? I do. I have two quotes, actually. Uh, I think they're apropos. Uh, and here we go. The first quote is from your secret friend, <clears throat> who, 
having a clue. Sorry, that's a different movie. I was watching a trailer. <laughs> my other quote is this. Chris, what's the matter? What's it? that's a great quote, is it not? Not my Batman. You get you're gonna you, you disrespect that movie and then it comes out and it's great. I want you to apologize live on there. Yes. The other quote from this movie that I just uh wanted to repeat because I thought it was pretty cool, it's pretty funny, and this movie's all about comedy, not about action, is um what is it? Uh, spectacles, testicles, wallet and watch. That's the other quote uh, that I have. You and but, Chrissy, I don't know what movie you're what? watching, but it's not Spider-Man Far From Home. Y'all have not done your job. No, no, that was how I know this one. No, that was Austin Powers. That was a comedy. That was a comedy. I laughed at that. I cried at this one. I cried at this <laughs> one, but I laughed at Austin Powers. That's right. I got him. I got him mixed up. I, I apologize, Chris. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Do I make you horny, baby? Do I make you? Do I? Do I make you, Randy? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Died out. <laughs> I actually did my job. I actually did my homework. I came up with quotables for you all, ladies and gentlemen. I did it. I did it right here. So this is what I got. This is my favorite line of this entire movie. Okay, it is. He has obstacles. I remove them. There you go. That is my favorite line. That is something I can use day to day because that's what I do to people. Somebody has an issue. Somebody has a problem. They have obstacles. I remove them. I had to do it earlier today. I remove them. That's what's going on. That is my favorite quote. Short, simple, short to the sweet, to the point. Speaking of short, Chrissy, even though I don't know why I said that because you're not short. Yeah. Go ahead. And, <laughs> I remember. Go ahead and uh, do yours. All right. So one of my favorite sweet. ones is. Um, What's going on, Ruben? Hey, Ruben. Is it your Peter Tingle? Because <laughs> what? Oh, the word! Yes. <laughs> Why? Yes, yes, yes. My name is, it is your Ruth Peter Tingle. Tingle? Yes. <laughs> I don't know about yes. that. I love but how it's in the movie. Look it up, Peter people. Tingle. And my other one. That is awesome. Is probably from another scene. It says. He points to one of the guys in the bar and says, um, I forget what he said his name is. He said, the story you created was totally ridiculous and apparently exactly the kind of thing that people will believe right now. I mean, Great everybody quote. brought it. <laughs> Great, Chrissy, you, you're reading my mind. Great quote. Great quote. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful quote. I think it summarized a lot of things. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> And this was my first time seeing this movie. I never saw the movie theater. First Will time watching it. Again? Will you watch it again? Oh, really? We'll, we'll yeah, save that for our, our final popping. thought. <laughs> I've seen this like three times. This movie's popping. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you just say? Spoiler alert. He said he's seen it three times. This movie's popping. I can't believe you two. I, I cannot believe There's going to be a civil war in this episode. <laughs> yeah. The Tom Fooleries versus the real deals. Mind you, mind All you, right. I, I haven't even I haven't even gone my one minute rant. I'm gonna save that for final thoughts. I'm gonna <laughs> light the movie up. Good. All right. So now I know Chris is, is just simmering right now. He's boiling. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you two. All right, we're done with quotables. That was the quickest quotables we've ever had. We're going right into nothing, none other than recast this segment of this show, uh, where we go ahead and give our opinion of what actors or whatever could do the job of the people who play this just as good, if not better, in this particular movie. And we're going to go ahead and start off with uh, Cedar Spirit since oh, she's really? been on that bull. <laughs> yep, you've been on that oh, bullcrap, well, uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to start off with you. See how I was able to say bullcrap, not bull S word. Victor, you might want to take uh, notes. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to start off with you. So go ahead and tell us who do you have recasted in this movie. Take it away. Okay, so let me just upload things. So as you already know, from my, my favorite scene earlier in this episode, I'm going to go ahead and cast the very mysterious Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal did a wonderful job with what he had, but I honestly feel that this man right here, Syndrome, could do just as great, if not better, in this uh, role. 
So actually, um, that would be my first of two recasted um, because I was such a fan. I went ahead and, and went over above my call of duty and I went ahead and recasted our good friend Ned. And as soon as I saw him, even in the first movie, I said, this guy could be played just as great by this man right here. I'm not sure if you all are familiar with Kim Possible on the one. Disney Channel, <laughs> but he can most definitely play Ned in this Spider-Man movie and the other one. one. That's a good one. I'll give you that. <laughs> Thank you. That's I my recast. You were going to cast uh, Donnie Darko as a mysterious. Oh, <laughs> oh I yeah. That I can't, I can't, I can't do it. You, you bring it up Kim Possible. Nobody watches Kim Possible. I can't believe you did that. Easy. Who didn't watch Easy. Kim Possible? Easy. Uh, Kristen, Groot Tingle, please <laughs> make some sense of this mess. Follow up season fair. Give us some good recasted. Groot Tingle, I don't feel okay. right telling you that. Groot Tingle. Um, <laughs> all right. So now the one person that I think could be recasted in this movie is Ned. And I am actually about to upload the picture to show you who she is. Because I, to be honest with you, when I watched that movie, this girl reminded me of Ned. And I really felt like she was the um, girl in the chair. Um, but just like Ned is the guy in the chair. And I really like that. I really like Ned as the guy in the chair um, because I think I think he's hilarious. And in this movie, I was very happy for him how he had gotten a girl and then he got all soft and all of that. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it was really nice. But one thing, but the, as far as my recast, I think for him would be this person right here. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh yes. my Robin? Robin, Robin would be a great girl in the chair. Um, the way that she was in Project Power oh, in the, the submarine and or the ship. In the submarine, and she was there just holding everything down and all of that. She really reminded me of Ned when he was the guy in the chair. So I think I didn't that see it at first, but I can see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. See? You see? You see? see? I can see it uh, now. And she could possibly another love interest because <laughs> Peter loves the love the swirl. He's down with the swirl in both movies. <laughs> wow. I never down seen that with call the swirl. Back call back a bait, Vic. I'm gonna give you credit for that one. Beautiful. So I'm, not giving you, I'm not giving you credit for that one. <laughs> no, listen, he's no, not giving you credit. You, you wouldn't, Chris. And, and ladies and gentlemen, if you are if you're a fan of UPR wrestling, you then you are a wrestling fictiono, you know a term it's called lazy booking. And I, I feel like that's Lazy what this booking. Was. What you talking yeah. about? No, it's not. What are you talking you about? Pick, she is you picked the, girl the child in the chair. The last She's movie smart. We and you know why I picked her? <laughs> you know why I picked her? She's smart, just like Jamie Foxx says. She's smart and she's hood. All right. So imagine. All right. All right. Did you Peter, cast Mysterio as Jamie Foxx? Did you? Did you cast Mysterio <laughs> as Jamie Foxx? Because oh that, no, that no, because he's so well as Electro. Okay. Yo, I heard he's gonna be Static Shock. He better not be. He better sit his retired behind now. Okay, that's how dare he? Jamie Foxx is gonna be Static Shock. No, we don't. We're not even discussing that. We're not even gonna discuss that. James, did you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? It's up to you, bro. You can go. I'll go last if you want. All right. So the first thing I want to do, I want to make some sense. I want to bring some sanity back to unpopular review. I want to bring some sanity back to the show. So um, I'm actually going to start off with this too, right? Uh, and See, I'm, I'm now, actually going now you sitting there jumping on the bandwagon it. here. You sitting here jumping no. on the bandwagon and hating on I, our I, shit. You fly. I like you, you. Fly with that. I like you. Who's going to edit a heck out of this show? Uh, I <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I actually came prepared. Uh, I knew what I was talking about, so um, I just want to go ahead and go with this person here. And uh, you know, this isn't lazy. I really think that this is the best person to play this character, and that is none other than UPR's own instigator. Can oh, <laughs> <laughs> be the little kid in the chair. I, I think he'll be perfect for that role. And um, you know what, Dylan, I, I got your back, bro. Hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this off to Marvel Studios. 
and hopefully we can get you past it because nobody cares about that fat kid in uh in, in this movie. But uh you was talking about Will was in our in-game episode to everyone watching. Yes, he was in our in-game episode, if you remember that episode last week. Uh no, that wasn't a real one, though. That wasn't a real one. Let's talk about a few ones I do have for a real. Let's talk about um a character I hate in this movie. I hate him in the last movie too. And that character is Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson is a bully. Flash oh, yeah. Thompson. That is the worst Flash Thompson ever. Right. He's funny. Don't get me wrong, but he is no way in heck look like he's able to bully anybody. This Peter Parker looks like he should be able to slap the heck out of him 18 feet from uh from Brooklyn or something like that. I don't care where they at. But that's how bad it Queens. is. He's a little punk kid. Whatever. Don't care. New York is trash regardless of the borough. So anyway, this is the person I would have casted as yes. Flash Thompson. <laughs> Chrissy, easy. <laughs> I I co-sign on this. Who is this? Who is this gentleman? This this unknown talent. Oh, this is the guy I, from um, Black Lightning. How this is the guy from Black Lightning. This? Yeah, that's the guy from Black Lightning. How are you going to say yes? Like you knew who the guy was, and then, yes. <laughs> and then I can see it. Right, you have no idea who he is, but you agree with Christy, my name. Christy, if you if I, you not remember Twilight, all she means is to sort of add. I recognize listen, talent man, when listen, I see it. Wait a minute, Vic, because Christy, listen, Christy listen, the, objective, the objective reviewer who doesn't base things off of how people look, you've never seen his work before, and yet he's from Black Lightning. At first, you sight, just heard us say it. You no. just heard us say it. What I, I want to know. You recognize Colin? Let me ask you a question. What's a Colin on OnlyFans.com? Because I don't understand where he's talking about. You look talented in. You make Fabulous no selection. That wasn't my, that was one. The other one I want to talk about, the other real one I want to talk about is um, Mary Jane. She also bothers the heck out of me in this movie. So let's go ahead and get a real MJ in this movie. Let's take out this one. Yeah, let's take her out and let's go ahead and replace her with this lady right here. Because this lady right here actually would be a good replacement. You see how easy that is? Lazy booking. No. <laughs> you know, she will you be fine as MJ. She will be fine as MJ. And she send MJ to the salon. Look, you can't have Mystique without wearing the blue outfit. You hear that, Jennifer Lawrence? So I just said saying that she's going to be MJ. She needs red hair. That's all I'm saying. She needs red hair. She doesn't have it. And it, 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 it doesn't take much to just make the hair red. That's it. And I'll be okay with it. I mean, her attitude and all that yep. other stuff aside, I can deal with it. Yep. I can deal with it. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. But the hair is what bothers me more in this movie. And that and the fact that her yeah. name really wasn't even MJ at first. But whatever. So I mean, that, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. I, I really like the fact that when they went to DC in the first movie, she was all like, nah, but built by slaves. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was that thought that was pretty cool. I thought they that that was unexpected. Um, I'm not sure how but, her character yeah. is in the comics, but I didn't mind totally her different. character. But yes, her hair probably should have been red. Yeah, her hair should have been red. But uh, that is my recasted. Now we're on to James uh, Tony Jr. Who are you recasting in this movie? Well, listen, you know. I got a, I got one that's obvious, right? A lot of people went at Ned. I call him Daniel. A lot of people went at him. Chris was harsh. You know what I mean? Chrissy loved uh, Chris's pick for obvious reasons because she liked the acting. As Talented, right? Uh, but me, I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight somebody that doesn't get a lot of screen time. Okay, he started the whole thing off. I'm not talking about Robert Downey Jr. He's all throughout this movie. He got enough screen time. I'm talking about Happy Happy Hogan. Okay. No, Dan Favreau, who Iron Man movie, he directed the second one. Then they threw him out, okay, because they made him do that script. And then they got Shane Black, who doesn't know who Mandarin is, to do the third one. Okay, who, who could play? Who could play Happy Hogan? He's in a relationship now with Aunt May. Mm-hmm. I thought about it. I've seen him before. Joe Pesci, my cousin Vinny. Look at that. What Marissa Tomei. And that's it. Ready for court. Okay. Ah, okay. You know, huh? That's on May's type. She Joe be Pesci. Down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, right? it's it's hard to see Joe Pesci without him being a gangster. He's not a gangster. I mean? He's a lawyer. 
Vic, don't stereotype. Don't we don't do that here? <laughs> Come on, what are you doing? Look no, I mean it's just like you see him in Casino when you see him in Goodfellas. He was an Irishman. Like, this really Beverly Hills Cop and like you know, it's he so hard to not see lawyer. Joe Pesci with a baseball bat. That's an aspirational movie, Vic. What are you what are you talking about? Come on. Huh? Anyway, my second choice is more obvious. You haven't seen it, Chrissy. I'm not shocked by that. No, story. I said I could see it. I've seen oh. that really? movie. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, I have. Uh, that that is shocking. You've never seen uh, No, she was probably at her grandmother's house and she said so yeah. <laughs> the heat of the night went off and they and that movie came on. You know? Mash was just about to come on. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so my second one was this. As Nash. <laughs> she said Nash. As you may know, I'm not particularly fond of the Spider-Man. It's a shock, I know, because the acting is spectacular. He's always calling uh, Tony Stark's name. I don't know what their relationship is. Even in this one, I didn't know if he was trying to get with Quentin Beck or his best friend or even MJ. She was kind of forgotten in the background. But you know what? It came out in 2019, and that's what we do. We don't judge. But anyway, I said to myself, who else could be a great Chris? What are you shaking your head for? Did he not have feelings for his friend? Are you denying this? Was he not looking for a daddy <laughs> figure in Quentin Beck? Did Quentin Beck not be his daddy figure? Now that Mr. Stark is not here, his daddy. His daddy, nice. yeah. I didn't say it like that, Chrissy, but you know, Quentin you're Beck applying was, it. You heard I just went ahead and voiced it. Daddy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. who can play? Who can play? Yo, Chrissy's on fire tonight. AKA Spider Man. I thought about it. I know. Tobey Maguire. Oh, no. Thank you. Are you kidding me? Easy. I alluded. <laughs> Listen, this is my recasted, okay? So, Tobey Maguire, in a scene where he actually had to use his strength, and you saw the extent of his strength and how much it strained him. Not like in this movie when he wraps a web around a bell tower and he's struggling to hold it up while getting hit in the head with the large bell. You know, that was funny and everything like that. But in that one, he actually saved people's lives. Uh, you know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Spider-Man 2, ladies and gentlemen. A great movie. I don't know oh, about my that. Cousin, <laughs> my cousin, these are my recasts of Happy Hogan and Spider-Man, okay? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the recast. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about final thoughts. But first, let's find out. Well, this was a special episode, episode ladies and gentlemen. We didn't do it this past Saturday. We're doing it today. This Saturday, we're going right back to our normal Saturdays. And let's talk about the movie or let's see the movie we're going to be reviewing next. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. Unpopular Reviews return after this brief Vic, what are you guys going over what? there? What are you uh, doing? <laughs> Not nice. to turn this brief message. I don't know what's louder, this commercial or or what's going on in Vic's uh <laughs> we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. No, actually you won't. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 
this month, sorry, this Saturday coming, we're actually getting finally out of our Marvel Cinematic Universe and going into the DC Extended Universe. And we're starting off with 2013's Man of Steel, which I believe is one of the most underrated superhero movies of all time. That might be a spoiler alert for my prediction, but I love this movie. I can't wait to review it. Can't wait to watch it again. I've seen it about 75 million times. Uh, great movie. Can't wait to see it. But we're now here talking about 2019 Spider-Man's Far From Home, the prequel to the next movie, Spider-Man Homesick. So let's go ahead with the final, final thoughts of the evening. And we're going to start with none other than See the superior, see the superior. Final thoughts, thumbs up, thumbs down. Take it away. Okay, so I'm going to get into a couple things about the movie. The first thing that um, I noticed about it, give me one second, <laughs> is the suit. The suit really bothered me in this movie. It didn't really look like the Spider-Man suit that I expected. It just wasn't hitting on nothing, this movie. So that was one of the things I disliked. Um, I also disliked, obviously, the way they wrote Mysterio. I'm not going to pretend that I'm like this, have this vast knowledge of the character. But who I do know is Syndrome from The Incredibles. And they literally just took Syndrome's story and plot Mysterio's name on it. The whole thing about him kind of being disgruntled about um, Tony or um, Mr. Incredible kind of pushing them to the side and you know, telling them that they don't want to work with them. The fact that he wanted to stage this whole superhero act and fool the masses into thinking he was a superhero. It's clearly Syndrome. I don't. I don't understand how they got away with it in this movie, but I guess they did. <laughs> um, I didn't really enjoy much about this movie. I do think that they leaned too heavily on the comedy. It. It was. It was nice at first, but by the time they they reached Europe from the plane, I was a little tired of the gags and all the laughs, and it just needed to be more serious. And it never reached that point for me. And also the, the quote unquote reveal of Mysterio not being the, this good guy. I don't think that was done as well as it should have, because as soon as you kind of meet him or not too long after you realize what's really going on, that this is the plot is moving along too fast. He, he just didn't seem something was obviously going on. And I think they, if they wanted to make it like a big reveal that, oh, yeah, he's actually the bad guy they could have hit it a little better than what they did. So I'm going to go ahead and give this movie the thumbs down it deserves. And yeah, thumbs down for me. Not a good movie. So yeah. All right, Chrissy with the thumbs down on this movie. That's one out of four right now. Next person we have in line following Chrissy is none other than Mr. Groot himself, Groot Tingle. Vic. Is it going to be a thumbs up, thumbs down, and what are your final thoughts? Um, well, this was a perfect, well, maybe not perfect, but it was a good continuation to Endgame. It was one of the first movies that, it was the first movie that came out with the story after um, the culmination of Iron Man, R.I.P. Iron Man. And, um, you know, I, I personally think, thought that some of it was pretty good it was it, it was pretty accurate i really liked the way that they kind of wait went away from the original character with aunt may and happy and the peter tingle and all of that i really really liked how they set you up for the next movie by revealing peter's identity at the end credits like i really really liked that um because i definitely didn't see that coming um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to give this movie a thumbs up because it, it left me thoroughly entertained and, you know, there were small things that I didn't like, but for the most part, um, I, I you know, I always give a thumbs up so far, but you know, in all seriousness, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I watched it three times. I didn't see it at the theater, but I watched it three times and, um, right now is the fourth. So Yeah. Yeah, 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 thumbs up for me. All right, so Vic gives it a thumbs up, but I think he's only giving one movie a thumbs down, and that was more retaliation 
uh, the fact that we gave one of his movies a thumbs down, if I remember correctly. But a uh, thumbs up, one thumbs up, one thumbs down for Spider-Man Far From Home. Let's go ahead and go to Mr. Tony Jr. I wonder what grade he's going to give this movie, ladies and gentlemen. Final thoughts, thumbs up. Well, listen, let, let, let's all share the screen because, you know, I'm very humble. and I, I love to see my co-hosts <laughs> and I want the audience to see their reaction as I, as I say my uh, my opinion about this movie. I want to do things a little bit differently. I know Chris usually gives the facts about this movie, but I looked it up because I was so engaged when I watched it twice. And uh, little known facts about this movie. I looked it up and I found some working titles for this movie. Uh, the first title that they were going to go with was the Tony Stark Jr. Show. <laughs> I thought that might be confusing. And then the second one was uh, Bros Before O's. Bros Before O's. That was the second working title. Now, I said earlier that I, I wanted a minute to rant, you know, because I just was watching this and I had so many questions, you know. As Vic is, is, is apt to say, it set up so many things, but it never answered anything. I couldn't understand. For instance, they all come from New York, but nobody has the accent. What's going on? Why does Peter wear a mask in this movie? Everybody knows who he is. Peter understands the ramifications of having a multiverse, but he's done with everything else. When Spider-Man, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Spider-Man is a smart level genius student who webs a giant torrent of water and then is shocked because it doesn't do anything. <laughs> the movie starts with I Will Always Love You and it's played for laughs. And that's Marvel 101. The students are just as goofy as the teachers, especially Tony Stark Jr., a.k.a. Peter Parker. So I watched the first one, and here <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't have my minute before. I have my minute now. I watched the first one, uh, what is it, Homecoming, and it sets up everything as Vic, as uh, to quote Vic, it sets up what's coming in the future. And then I saw the sequel, and the sequel did the same thing that the first movie did. It didn't do it bigger. It didn't do it better. It did the same exact thing. It did it the worse. Of this movie with comedy is the same thing they did in Iron Man 1 that they did at movie 23, Far From Home. The MCU does not change. It stays stagnant. And that's the problem. The movie wasn't funny. I didn't care about the characters. Nobody grew. The people who are smart are stupid. I don't like it. Uh, I'm glad it's over. I made, I made a promise. I kept my word. It's done. The movie gets a thumbs down, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we can all agree about <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> and also, I know it's about to be Chris's turn, but the fact that Edith, the only thing he had to do to turn it over was to say, yeah, let me, I, I want to turn over the controls. And then it said, oh, we need to confirm. How do you confirm it? Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the security, the backup. Like, yeah, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. There's probably a retina. <laughs> I mean, but the, the, compu the computer probably had an automatic retina scan in the glasses. Vic. No, it didn't. Because later, after he already gave the controls to Mysterio, all he had to do was put it back on. Mysterio didn't have to yeah, exactly. Like, All you have to do is put control. it back on. So it's like so that means that that means that the retina scan got saved in the RAM drive. But so no, he got already saved released it. He already no, exactly. But control. the thing is, is that he could be used. That he could be saved as a user. Tony Stark is probably a user. Happy's probably another one from the grave. You know what I mean? They could probably change. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like you know, when he was <laughs> no. creating the thing. Nope. When he was creating the thing, he probably could have put a little retina scan inside the glasses. Like, watch. Pretty soon, like when the Google Glass 2 comes out, that's how it's going to be. They never said that movie. And they literally the said, movie, we need confirmation that you want to release uh, the controls or pretty much to someone else. He said, yeah. He gave the secret password, which is yeah. And <laughs> it was released to Mysterio. In the first yeah, movie. but then when he got it back, when he got it back, he didn't have to do anything. All he had to do was just put on the glass. Which doesn't make sense. So that, no, it does it make sense because the system was because, like, for example, it's just no. like Windows Hello, right? So, yeah. like, okay, you open up the computer, right? If you already have it saved, it recognizes your face and it recognizes you. It's already going to go right to your profile. Then that is a multi-billion-dollar computer. She can clearly remember 
Peter by when she puts the eyes on. Vic, I'm going to respond to you by quoting a great movie. Yes, John, but when the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. That is a <laughs> weapon-free thing. Quentin Beck says it himself. That it, he why did when in the speech that that Chris doesn't like, he didn't. They, uh, Tony Stark didn't give that to the military to the U.S. government. He gave it to a teenage kid. Quentin Beck knew that was ridiculous. The movie told you it was ridiculous. Mm. Why don't you find it ridiculous? It's okay that it's ridiculous and you still like the movie. Ace Ventura is ridiculous. I still enjoy the movie. It's okay to say that. Now you gave it a thumbs up. I think you were wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. That part doesn't make any sense. Wait, the first movie got a regular <laughs> Yeah. The first movie, he got a Ace regular Ventura. suit and it could kill people. Then in Infinity War, the suit that came out of the little canister thing from the Avengers Tower had instant kill. We saw that in Endgame, right? And, and the kid didn't even know about it. Then he gets magic glasses from a dead man that has instant kill and he almost kills a, a fellow child. That was hilarious. In the movie, I didn't even mention it, but he's sexually assaulted by the woman in the in the change in the uh, bar. Oh, you mean the bar. the the lady from oh, Eurotrip? Yeah. And and yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And we're supposed to laugh at it because it's played for laughs, and you know, oh, this is every boy's fantasy, so it's it's not yeah. a problem. Peter Parker yeah. is supposed to be a teenage boy, and this woman is pressuring him to get undressed and to wear in the front clothes of her. To wear, and then somebody comes in and takes pictures of him. Right. And that's great for laughs. Child pornography. <laughs> anyway, but, final but, thoughts, Chris. Let's wait for the hate for the DC universe. Let's wait for the hate for the DC universe. Go ahead. It's coming. Yeah, I know from you. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, we don't want to steal your thunder. We understand that this is your final thought. So please take 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 the reins. I think you might be muted though, but let me unmute you. If I'm able to give final thoughts, I, I, I don't know. I thought I got, my turn was skipped. Uh, but uh, here are my final thoughts for this movie. Let's start with real facts, James. Uh, let's start with real facts in this movie. This movie got a 7.5 out of 10 on imbbd.com. It cost a whopping $160 million to make. Made $1 billion, $131 million worldwide, $390 million of it came from the United States. Therefore... Somebody must have liked this movie. A lot of people. Somebody must have thought it made sense. Some, oh, I don't think he spent over a billion dollars worldwide, James. Some people were really from the U.S. Just because people buy tickets doesn't make it make it good. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Avatar is a prime example, but at the same time, this movie actually had a lot of good parts in it. Uh, visually, this movie was very stunning. Uh, I had the best use you can have, in my opinion, of Sandman and Hydro Man uh, in this movie. And they did the best they could with Mysterio, even though I still think they did not do as good a job as they should have. But it's hard to make Mysterio a mean villain in a movie. I will say that. Uh, so for what they did, they did a good job. It was great to see Jane Jonah Jameson at the end. Aunt May didn't annoy me as much as she usually does. Happy? Yeah. Hit or miss. Zendaya hit or miss. I cannot stand Flash Thompson. Cannot stand that guy. JB Smooth added a little bit of uh, comic relief. And I'm not exactly sure what's up with the kid in the chair. I forget his name. Nick, Ned, whatever his name Ned. is. Ned. Ned, Ned, Ned Nick. Ned. Ned, Nick, Dylan. Respect. Look, here's my Respect point. the technology. Here's my point. Even dead, I'm the hero. You can't have a movie without Tony Stark being somewhere in the center. The last movie they did, Spider-Man Homecoming, was revolving around what Tony Stark did to some people. Therefore, his villain was trying. His villain, Spider-Man, who has arguably the best rose gallery in the Marvel Universe. Not cinematic, Marvel Universe. Their main villain in the first movie hated Tony Stark. Hated what Tony Stark did, was doing everything to get back at Tony Stark. In the second movie, Spider-Man Far From Home, his main villain had a gripe with Tony Stark even while he's dead. So it shouldn't be Edith, even dead, I'm the hero. It should be even dead, I'm the star. Because everything revolves around me. It was like okay. Oprah in there. You have a beef, you have a beef, you have a beef, you have a beef. Everybody have a beef with everybody with Peter Parker. It's Spider-Man homesick. The main villain, I don't know who it's going to be, but I guarantee you got a problem with Tony Stark. <laughs> 
I mean, it's set, it's set up like it's going to be. Hold up, Ed, hold up, Ed. Mysterio had a hairdo, so he purposely could look like Tony Stark when he put on the glasses. That's why he got lovesick when he did it. Peter was like, oh, my God. Daddy in version one and version two the same day. Daddy. I will give Vic credit. The end scene was a perfect filler and set up the next movie. <laughs> That's all it did. That's all it did. Because I am a little curious, like, how are they going to play this off? But here's why I'll give Vic something, you know, See what it does. What the thing about this movie? This is my best Vicky first <laughs> See the thing about this <laughs> is that you gotta watch it over because it sets up for the next one. Because what it's going to do, what you have to understand, is that it's setting up for one Miles Morales. I do believe the next movie is going to be pretty much the farewell song. Not saying he's going to die of Peter Parker, and it's going to start setting up really for Miles Morales to take a ring. So I think that's where they're going to go. I don't know it. That's just a hunch of mine. <clears throat> But getting back to this movie, I went in there with semi-low expectations, and we know how that goes for me. Semi-low expectations, it exceeded. It did its job. Therefore, the movie gets a thumbs up from me. Ending of the Star Wars Cinematic Universe. Thumbs up for me for Spider-Man Far From Home. Wasn't the best Spider-Man, nowhere near, but it was a decent movie enough to get a thumbs up. So as normal with us, two thumbs up, two thumbs down. You two become quite the team, I might say. But that's no, how it is. Chris, I just want to understand your formula. I want to understand your the formula. Down if you, if you, even though the movie is terrible, but you still want to like it, you say you say at the end, I had very, 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 very low expectations. Right. And, and it was able to surpass that low, 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 low bar. And that's how you give it a thumbs up. Is that the formula? Incorrect. That's the formula oh. with Eurotrip. Uh, with a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> with a real so movie. So no, I thought I was gonna, so let me go, let me put it this way. I went in there and thought I was gonna give it a C. I thought it was gonna be average at best. Well, that's what seven point five was below and average. Actually, and it actually it wasn't an average movie, it was a good movie. Now it was not it still was not on the same level as Spider-Man one or Spider-Man two. Nowhere near. But it still was a good movie. It did its job. <clears throat> I went in there, I had fun, I enjoyed the movie. Was there a lot of crap done? Y'all made it make sense so much when y'all say he put on glass. Look, look, huh? Where is it at? I can't find the executive consultant. Right? Who is this guy? Because this is surely is an put executive, on the executive consultant. consultant and all of a sudden, the glass. I have access to multi-billion-dollar technology just like that. I can issue out orders to have robots that Tony himself doesn't even use when he's battling Thanos. But I have these all these robots at my disposal to kill some sixteen-year-old kid that wasn't blipped. Because ironically, everybody that was a part of the class is blipped. I can't believe it. What what Thanos? I don't know what you randomly picking people. I don't get it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Random. All these people were blipped and they came back. But this kid, because he needed to be a love interest for uh Mary Jane, who acted like she was interested, but really she was not interested the whole time. All right. So she's a villain in this she, movie. She's secondary villain. So she liked him since the first movie. What are you talking about? Okay, fine, but she played along this boy. So she's already practicing. She's a little girl. She's practicing for the, uh, the adult version of women. Pay attention, Chris. What? So what's going on? Wow. <laughs> the scorn. Okay, the scorn. No, no you want to hear a man scorn over women? Wait till Bridesmaids on Thursday. But here's the thing. That movie's the ultimate women hate women movie. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> I still that movie, it does not make sense. I will give you all the credit. There's plot devices and plot twists. Honestly speaking, there were times when Peter Parker was hit by holograms, shouldn't have got hit by holograms. I know they did a few explosions in those cities, but it should have been more damage when the holograms were um, done. I'm sorry. There should have been less damage when the holograms were off because all of the explosives they did does not equal the amount of destruction that the fake me out Hydro Man and the Fireman and Sandman were doing in those movies. No way in hell. So they should have been able to find out. I actually enjoyed Nick Fury. A lot of people didn't like Nick Fury in this movie. I actually enjoyed Nick Fury. I thought he it was wasn't even Nick Fury though. Yes, I know. It was a scroll. It was that guy, and I think that was the dumbest thing they could have done. To be honest with you, I enjoyed. I had a good time with him. You know, he was like, "Female dog, please, you've been to space." Yeah, shut up. Stop whining. Stop whining. You're a whiner. I can't stand whiners. You know, that was that scene. The little scene where he was about to get shot, and he was like, "You got me." Yeah, I got you. Great, great scene. Love Nick Fury. There are a lot of good in this movie. There was a lot of bad. So it was not perfect. So to answer your question, James, as I went on a little bit of a tangent, there are certain, um, just like women, I can say it like this. I'm going to say it like this. I'm honest guy. What? When I'm dating a woman, mm-hmm. most men are like this. That's most men don't admit. 
you already know what category that woman's going to fall under. I'm your friend. Don't call me. I'm only going to sleep with you. You might be potential wifey. Facts. Okay? Facts. When I see a movie, I already know it's going to be a, I, I, in my mind, it's going to be a category. This movie's going to be terrible. I'm about to waste my money. I'm going to just sit through this movie. So hopefully we can go get something to eat. And then possibly, I, you know, somebody's going to eat somebody after the movie. Um, I, you're going to be added to my DVD Blu-ray collection, or you're going to be one of my favorite movies of all time, Dark Knight, X-Men Days of Future Past. Euro Trip, uh, you're wasting my time. And it was you gave it a thumbs up. Because you, I mean, no, while I went there, that's what I thought was the movie was going to be. It was wasting my time. It was not a waste of my time. All right? Then after that, and I'm, I'm That movie was yeah, funny. Yeah, I just hate it. It was funny, but it was, I mean, <laughs> if, if I held it on the same level as uh, as this movie, or I held it on the same level as Spider-Man 1 or 2, trust me, Euro Trip, I could have given a thumbs down. Who's going to do that? Euro Trip. That's what I'm saying. Do that? It's a different category. So for this movie, and for the category I put it in, it does get a thumbs up. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. my uh, logic right. for that. Now, let's go ahead and end this because I have a roommate who was being smart over there and thought I possibly didn't hear him. And I don't know why his neck is hurting him, but now I'm about to make it worse because he gets smart. All right. Oh, so, so let's wrap up this show so I can go ahead and choke him out. All right. Let's do that. Thanks for watching, everybody. This Thank you. Good bad. night, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I am Groot. Yes.